Turn this shit off, we're gonna put some real shit on, bro. Yeah, it can't. By myself, crazy, right? Uh, my brother, he is—he uh, was unavailable tonight. I was sick yesterday. I felt like shit. Um, I'm here now, though, to uh, have a little fun. But uh, <laughs> I was looking for music to come into, and uh, I looked up the Metal Gear Solid Encounter song, and it had like 40 remixes. And I've clicked on this remix, and I'm not sure if it's actually a remix or not. Let's uh, let's see if we can get to the music. Oh, there we go. This is supposed to be the synthwave remix, but I'm not. I'm not hearing it. But uh, we're just gonna take a little little hit off the shmee pin here because uh, I got. I'm getting stoned is the only thing that's been helping me recover from being sick. I'm not seeing how this is synthwave. I guess it's this part. Yeah, this sucks. Hypnotic and relaxing Metal Gear Solid ambient music one hour. <coughs> that was unfortunate. I was really hoping for something a little better than that. What about remix Metal Gear Solid Encounter with alert? I just want to hear the noise. Oh, God. You've just been caught breaking in to a secret base. You're trying to steal alcohol that you're trying to drink. This is actually just a restaurant, and you're blackout drunk. It's a local restaurant. You've broken in. You're, you're, the 
the alarm is going off now. You're terrified, but you know you have one mission. You need to grab this booze because it's 3 a.m. You just got out of the bar, and the liquor store is closed, and you're not going to break into one of those. So you break into your old job because maybe you still have the key or something. And you break in there, you run in real fast, and you grab the booze, and then you run out. A successful mission. Another mission passed. Um, yeah, so... Oh, let me just... Hang on. <laughs> this is so weird doing this by yourself without someone else to bounce things off of, but uh, we're, we're going to try our best. And as you're being chased by the cops, after you've broken into this local restaurant, you're being chased... You feel something sharp hit your back, and next thing you know, however many volts are in a taser go coursing through your body as you piss yourself inst almost instantaneously because you had a full bladder because you had about 12 Bud Lights before you walked home and decided to break into your old job. And now, now, the only thing you can feel as you're convulsing on the ground is the glass of the bottle digging into you because it shattered when it hit the ground. But you get one little taste of booze before the cop lands on you, handcuffs you, and sends you to the drunk tank for the night. Isn't that... But that's, you know... We all, that's the best you can hope for, right? Is maybe you just get that one little taste of booze off the pavement. Maybe you cut your tongue on some glass. But, um, yeah, I'm high as shit. So, check it out. Um, I, I took this as an opportunity, since Colin isn't here, that maybe I could cover a couple little topics that I really like, or at least news, some light news from around my, my uh, corner of the internet, or things that I follow. Um, because usually we end up, you know, it's both of our shows, so we end up uh, talking about whatever. It's not really a super tight um but there were some people lately that i've been paying attention to which as you guys all know there are there are folks we talk we may talk about them on the show uh some people would call it a logging whatever but there's different people that i pay attention to online who are laughable crazy uh log house we all know this but um so let's start it off with a good one that everyone knows there's been a chris chan Christine Weston Chandler sighting in Midlothian, Virginia. Um, again, this is not encouraging anyone to go uh, find Chris or bother them, um, but they are very close to me right now, which is funny. Uh, but it's funny to know that they're just like coexisting in my neck of the woods, like in a play in a building that I've been into. I've been to that Walmart before in my lifetime, which is very funny to fucking funny as fuck. Um, but we have Chris here and. In a very color-coordinated outfit, I'm wondering... Uh, it's weird that they're letting them still wear the Sonichu medallion. Like, I I'm assuming this is a halfway house that Chris is in because they said they saw him, like, get into a van uh, that was parked, like, a ways away from the store to kind of, like, I don't know, maybe Chris told them, like, hey, people might know me around here. Like, you guys maybe should, like, let's take some precautions so they don't figure out where I'm at. Maybe Chris is really trying to stay off the internet because, or it's a condition of Chris's release that he... He, she, they, it cannot be on the internet. Um, I would have to assume that is the case, being that I feel like Chris is such an uh, online addicted person that they would have posted by now. Um, and the fact that we got a sighting is pretty crazy. So I'm just like scrolling the Kiwi thread here. But uh, yeah, there's, they got a series of photos. Everybody deconstructed it. And they're like, oh, these are legit. They're not Photoshopped. I mean, they can't be Photoshopped. I mean, either that or it's a really good, egg, really good Google AI, which is... Borderline and the hands look fine. The hands look normal, so we can we can rule that out, right? But uh, yeah, Chris uh, is doing the old like it's like this one photo here, and I think I might use this for the um 
for the cover art because it's funny. Uh, it looks like that um, old Sasquatch big, like that old Sasquatch sighting in California where it's turned back looking towards the guys, like the OG one, the creek from the creek video. It looks like that, the freeze frame, you know, the classic freeze frame. Uh, but going through the Walmart um, electronic section, which honestly, that's like, if you, it, it, the the true juxtaposition of those two things is incredible. Uh, this is this is a uh, Christian as much like a cryptid of the internet as not at this point. You know, uh, cover art for show. I have to save this. Sorry, I'm trying to do producer things while also doing the show. Uh, but dude, so this is kind of the irony of Christian's situation. You know, um, is that. Their worst years of their lives have culminated in them ending up in the place where the best years of their life took place. Uh, Christine has very fond memories of going to Manchester High School, uh, only a few years ahead of a very close friend of mine who went to the same school, uh, may have rubbed elbows with them. Very, very, like, it's just, it's weird that Christian has, like, Christian turned into this thing that has been a part of the fabric of my life for a long time. You know, like it's, it's, we've existed in the same, I'm in the same dimension, you know? Uh, but I think now that Chris is here again, you know, God forbid if the dimensional merge happens, I may end up getting eaten up in the void out, much like in Death Stranding when the dimensions finally merge or like when the angels in Evangelion like attack something and it just cuts a big hole, circular hole out of it. Like uh, like you got killed by the warp or something, you know. Uh, that's probably my fate, mine and mine and my friend's fate of just uh, when the merge actually happens, you know. But um, very funny. Uh, and again, I don't think anyone should go bother Chris more. Chris is probably, despite still displaying outward traits of being very much the same person, I would imagine they're probably trying. If they've stayed off the internet this long, they're probably trying to get their life straight. But they did see Chris buying a Switch, which troubles me because it's like you can get on the internet with a Switch. It's not impossible. I don't know if you can browse the same way, but you definitely can send messages to folks. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, but that's that's the funny development. But it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be like it used to be. It's not gonna be like videos every day and them yelling at the camera and telling them to stop doxing them. I did see in the Kiwi thread someone doxed a fucking. Well, someone put a random Midlothian address up which I would assume is the docks of the halfway house they're staying at because they probably just literally not that hard to figure out if you just Google halfway houses in Midlothian area then look for that Walmart. There's a good chance. It's a good fucking chance that it's that Walmart, right? I mean, God, it, it's funny the limits, the like, or the limits. It's funny the distance some people will go to online to like keep just fucking things up for somebody, man. I, I think I think they've kind of gotten their just desserts, you know? At this point, their life is fucked, you know. Uh, they're, they're, they're slowly kind of trying to get it back on track, I would have to assume. But, uh, and it, it is weird. The weird, the one last thing I'll note about it, it is weird the shape that Chris is in because it looked like in the prison photo that Chris had lost quite a bit of weight. But also, I think Chris has been out for a while, so there's a good chance he could have, she could have, they could have put those pounds back on. I'm trying to be respectful, but I don't know why because Chris is an awful person. But, um... You know, he, she, they, they could have, uh, they could have put that weight back on just eating, uh, junk food again, you know, <laughs> get back, you, you get out of jail, first thing you probably want is Wendy's or something, right? I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, I don't know what your guys, like, top meal, mine would probably be, like, Vietnamese food. I'd probably be, like, take me to the faux spot. I've been locked off forever. But, um, yeah, so, with that, um, we also have a little bit, there's somebody who's come back up in the news recently, 
uh, who disappeared for a while. And I don't know if any of you remember this guy, TJ Kirk, the ama- AKA the amazing atheist. Uh, he was big back in like the kind of lefty skeptic community. And like, I want to say the mid 2010s to like kind of culminating in 2016 to where people who did that kind of content either evolved to like grift off of whatever group they like politically aligned with or just thought was going to make them the most money or they like, uh, just faded in obscurity. I think TJ was one of the the latter, you know, or former. I don't know. I'm too high to fucking remember how that saying works. But um, TJ fell into the section of people who just fell into irrelevancy. You know, he, he just didn't, he, he just stopped mattering. I think his content slowed down. I think he did a podcast called The Drunken Peasants, which I don't know a fucking thing about. I just know it existed. Uh, but there was some kind of split. But it just, he like, he really gave a voice to like schlubby dudes who just like, only points they made were like edgy atheism takes i don't know and like ultra rational like video essays were just like i don't know he's he's either way he just he makes he made really kind of i i never never vibed with his content i'm sure there's people that liked it but uh it was mostly just kind of like like there was a lot of people in that skeptic sphere like uh sargon of akkad uh who wasn't even that funny, but there's a lot of other people who, uh, who had like more watchable, notable content, I guess, like shoe on head, you know, all those people. And, uh, they were worth watching more because they were just like entertaining. And I like back when everybody just wanted to like own the libs, that was the kind of, cause it felt like that's what they were doing. And like the stuff with Gamergate and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just, their content was better than amazing atheist. He just sucked. But, uh, he did have some controversies throughout that time period. Uh, like they kind of sent him underground. Well, no, he responded to one of them. Well, or he tried to respond to it, but it just came off as weird. You know, he's, he's a, he has like a fetish with like, I guess, I don't know. He, he does embarrass. I think he may have a humiliation fetish because he did some really embarrassing stuff to his body and uploaded them on some website. And I think they got leaked or something, but he was like posting them for people in a forum or something to like look at. But, uh, he like burned it. He like boiled hot oil and dumped it all over his balls. And there was like a thing with a banana being shoved up his ass. But uh, he got into like a fight with J.K. Rowling, and I, I think it was like he he just kept. He's been tweeting like all kinds of asinine asinine stuff for the past couple weeks because he's trying to like bring himself back into relevance, I guess, because he's realized the YouTube money that he'd probably been sitting on is dried up. He can't buy like, you know his bottle of booze or his tendies anymore. So like he needs something to be able to like get back into relevance, which typically causing drama and conflict will get you money. You know, um, some of us do it for free cause we enjoy making fun of people, but, uh, yeah, drama and conflict will get you money uh, on the internet. Believe it or not. Big, big news guys. Um, so he tweeted pregnant men and girl dicks like 40 fucking times in a row. Which is honestly, that's a banger tweet. I mean, if you really think about it, if he had just done that in like 2016, this would have, if he had done this in 2016, he would probably still be in the game today, man. That's what I'm talking, that's that's peak Twitter right there. Just saying, pregnant men and girl dicks over and over. That's that's what the, that's what the, I think that's what Jack Dorsey had in mind when he made the website, you know. And so, he did that, and then J.K. Rowling, the ultimate um, trans femme radical turf whatever you want to call whatever moniker you want to throw on her uh she said say what you want about gender identity ideology you cannot you can't deny it's attracted some of the world's greatest thinkers an amazing atheist retweeted that (laughs) which i'm not (laughs) 
Yeah, it's it's like funny for both of them that it got retweeted, you know, and it's just funny in general. But um, yeah, TJ's just been on hard times and saying really stupid shit. He said, people keep telling me about the banana. I had no need or wish to know about the banana. And then Amazing Atheist said, oh, surreal bliss. Because basically that means J.K. Rowling has seen him shove a banana up his ass. Um, He's like posting minion memes, but also like, I can't tell if he likes them or not. I don't know. He's just out of his mind. He tweeted on May 4th. Oh, these are his old tweets. What the fuck? Oh, he responded to it April 23rd. May 14th, 2011. I wish I was a Jew. Uh, And he said, for some reason, this was the other day. He said, for some reason, a bunch of right-wingers dredged up this old tweet and started spewing Nazi at him. (laughs) Nazi is a man. What fun. I am going to touch GR in parentheses ass. Have fun being triggered. Like, he's still, he's like, he needs like a, if T, it seems like TJ missed a firmware update somewhere along the line. uh, And he's not quite hip to what's going on uh no one really cares about that kind of shit it's like kind of stupid i think we're all stupid for like that era like triggering people like like it's so funny that so much got wrapped up in like uh like like that phraseology of triggering each other or like trying to do something to like get someone malding or upset which like i guess is a lot of people's goals online i mean sometimes it's fun to do that sometimes i get it you know I, i feel like i did my fair share of it um, but it's just funny that it got so wrapped up in that kind of thing versus like actually accomplishing a fucking thing, <laughs> you know, and people wonder why I'm nihilistic about things. Oh, but, um, yeah. In political division by pulling your head out of your ass and agreeing with me. Well, fuck dude. All right, TJ, you got all the answers. Honestly, you know what? I've changed my mind. TJ's all right. I think we should all be heating up hot oil and pouring it on our balls and ass you know, because even Milo says it works. It'll make the gay thoughts go away, right? That's what I heard. But, um, yeah, so that's TJ. I don't know. He's, what a weirdo, man. I just, I don't understand his shtick. I don't, I don't know why he decided now to, like, slither back out of the gutter. Let alone, like, try to take on J.K. Rowling, which I, I don't even, I want to know how those two even cross paths, like, following-wise. Like, how she, like, I don't know. I guess Elon's algorithm is doing wonders and making like weird crossovers that would never happen happen now. Just because like I feel like anybody's tweets can get anywhere now just based off having a blue check, which is kind of funny. It's it's honestly chaotic as fuck. It's very funny. But um speaking of more Twitter drama, uh there's these two little Gen Z little fucking weirdos. Uh one is named Harry Sisson and the other is Chris Mowry, uh, they just recently did, I think yesterday or the day before they did it. Yeah. Sunday is Sunday. They did an episode of the Tim Dillon show. Um, and, and I must say, I'll give it to Tim cause Tim hasn't had anything that's made me want to watch him since he kicked Ben off, uh, personally, you know, not that like, uh, not to say that he's bad at what he does. I just haven't cared. Cause I thought him and Ben were like the dynamic duo and I thought they were really good together. Um, and it's, it's a shame, honestly, that Ben got kicked off. Cause I feel like I, I, did a few episodes after that and I don't I don't feel like it was quite the same and I don't think he would uh I think that's it's not a criticism of him it's just the show doesn't didn't have the same vibe for me so I kind of stopped listening um I always thought Tim was very funny but uh him and Ben just kind of like worked together and I listened to Ben on Brain Jail back in the day when he did that show which it basically became Lemon Party now and Brain Jail was fucking hilarious but um so it was exciting to see Ben like come up on Tim Dillon and become his producer and all that stuff. But, uh, and it was weird to see him go. Cause I feel like it was never properly addressed. It, 
by either party, really. I mean, maybe it was, and I just didn't see the tweet or whatever, but I feel like it was kind of like, it's just kind of one of those things they separated. But uh, Tim is still doing his thing, and he had these little weirdos on who I'm convinced the CIA is making these little freaks in a factory somewhere. Uh, these little Gen Z, uh, apparat, app, I believe he, Tim said apparatchik funny, and maybe I just said it funny, but, uh, yeah, so, and he called them that to their face, which was very funny. Like, he, he really did a good job of, like, challenging them, but still kind of allowing them to talk, which I appreciate because there's not many people that are willing to kind of have, like, an actual stand-up conversation. It would have been, like, a, an own moment, like a Sam Cedar versus Steven Crowder, like, oh, fuck you, what are you doing on my, you know, like, that kind of, like, just, it doesn't offer anything constructive. He actually had a conversation with these kids, and, uh, I mean, these these two gentlemen can lie all they want that they aren't paid by the DNC, but they're very much paid by the DNC. And it, no, no self-respecting twenty-year-old is this excited about politics. I don't care if you were the young, even 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 your average young Republican, it doesn't act like this. You know, they're too busy being racist to people or something. You know, or they're groipers. I don't know, but uh, I don't think anyone gives this much of a shit. You know, that like these. And, and but also they're like giving a shit is summed up in the idea that like they just tweet they tweet and post and TikTok about it every day endlessly and they yell into their phones and they're over impassioned about the whole thing you know and, oh, 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 the whole world's falling apart like we need to stop AR15s from like melting the ice caps or something you know like it it's hysteria packaged for it they tell the kids even kind of almost reveal their shit where they're like he's like you know we've got 45 seconds to make a point so it's like yeah of course you're going to be the most bombastic as possible but then they also said something very telling they were like, we've criticized leftists before on our accounts we tried that once and we started losing followers so they're just simply saying their views are for sale despite trying to counter the point that they are in fact not paid talking heads by the dnc just like trying to say that like oh yeah our company got two hundred thousand dollars to like send do messaging for the dnc but we haven't seen a dollar of that it's like bro if you got paid out of the coffers that company it doesn't tell you which dollars it was you know like the dnc donation money is just in your company now like what you don't understand like the idea of like having that attached to your name what that means for people and and you can't convince me that a bunch of like pragmatic like socially aware kids would think like joe biden round two is a good thing well unless like unless the propaganda is just working that well uh now i don't know you know i i maybe i don't talk to enough people in my day-to-day life but i'm not sure like i mean people i feel like you really have like have have your head in the sand to think like everything's going smackingly <laughs> yeah <You know? laughs> you know like i don't i feel like you gotta be weird to think everything's going just honky dory i i I mean, call me crazy. I, people do it all the time, but I don't. I want to say things aren't going exactly as well as they should be or could be. Uh, don't you know how good things could be? Um, but yeah, I just find those kids interesting because they've been getting their asses whooped by like the community um, notes thing, which is a very funny feature that has been added to Twitter to add context to things. So now it's kind of working antithetical to like the way like mainstream narratives work on a regular basis, like the way they're, the, the way they're driven. Um, it offers like a counter messaging, which oftentimes cites sources that prove like this thing isn't true. You know, it only strikes in very specific places. Like it doesn't, you know, I've never seen it affirm anything that was like blatant, patently false. As far as I can tell, I'm sure that's coming. There'll be like some scandal. Like community notes has blatantly lied about these two young Gen Z TikTokers. They're actually 
totally on the road riding for Biden. Like, they would never uh, take money for their political beliefs. And it's like, I mean, they literally said, like, I lost followers. Like, they're like, it, it only helps them to be uh, to be what they are. So, I don't know. But um, I did find it very interesting that they got, they they at least came down and they took the heat from Tim Dillon. They did the interview, which is respectable. And even he's in it. I respect you for coming on because he tried to get David Hogg on, who is a shill to the bone, David Hogg. I mean, talk about using people's, you do be like, that guy's a ghoul, bro. That guy's a ghoul. I, that's all I'll say about it. He's a ghoul, uh, the way he, you know, pontificates around. But, um, I mean, these kids at least had the balls to, like, go on a show. And the guy's like, who's it? But, I mean, I can't take a kid with political messaging seriously if he's, like... It's, like, the idea of, like, uh, AOC with her tax and rich things. The Met Gala just happened, right? And we remember last year where she did. Was it last It was last year, right, where she wore the dress that said tax and rich and everybody got all... I think we even talked about her in Uncle Ted's because I thought it was funny. I mean, I thought it was really funny, like, that she did that. Uh, it's a, like she troll. It was a troll. It was brilliant. It was it was funny, and it was like it was our it was hypocritical, but it was funny as shit um, to show up to the Met Gala to do that. But um, yeah, so I don't even know what my point was. <laughs> I got sidetracked. But uh, oh no, I've been completely sidetracked. All right, let's move on. I don't even know what I was trying to what the point I was trying to make there was. Um. Let me find us something here. So Cobra, let's talk about Cobra for a minute. Cobra's been doing this thing because he's been working on his new hip hop album where he doesn't go live, but he's finally started going live again. Uh, and he started posting some more stuff. And um, he posted a video that has a lot of folks worried, um, not due to his drinking habits or anything like that. Uh, they're, they're worried simply because uh, he got a new pet. You know, pet lizard. Yeah, a lizard. A bearded dragon, which are... I don't. Let's uh, let's look something up here. Let's uh, hang on. We're gonna do a little research because I don't. I don't want to speak out my ass because I've I've had geckos before. They're not super hard to breed or raise. They just uh, they get they. My geckos got mean with each other and fucked each other up real bad, uh, which led to them dying earlier than they should have. But uh, let's see. Uh, how hard is it to raise a to keep a. Bearded dragon. Let's see here. And I'm sure all these will be like apoplectic reptile reptile articles. Like it's almost impossible to care for a bearded dragon. <laughs> oh, let's see. Bearded dragon will tell you caring for them as properly as hardly as common sense is with a dog or cat. Very specific lighting temperature, the bizarre glass surfing, have having the famous arm wave, strict dietary needs. It's no wonder. Okay, so they do they do seem like they're not very easy to take care of. Um they don't seem like they're very easy to take care of. So maybe it's not the best thing for someone like Cobra to have. Um, but also, I think caring for a living creature requires empathy, and I believe Cobra does have empathy. So uh, let's let's uh, watch this video. This is him feeding the, the bearded dragon. Okay, so this stuff right here is his calcium powder, which they require for their diet. I had put a bunch on, a, like a little bit on his lettuce, but he like smeared it all over the place because... That's how it is with bearded dragons. They're pretty cool lizards, man. What do you gotta say, Puff? <laughs> See, he keeps trying to find his reflection, so I'm out to put more, more tape and paper up there so he doesn't. Yeah. So 
sweet, you know. Yeah, so he's got a bearded dragon, and he's uh, he's, he's talking about how like he's covering up its cage, so because and that's stuff you have to do for it, like so because it'll try and fight its reflection. Um, it'll do a bunch of head bobbing. It'll do all kinds of stuff, and uh, they're not like lizards are very complex. They're not complex, but they're definitely they're not harder than a dog, but they're definitely not easier than a cat. I think that's yeah, yeah. That's that's a good way to put them because you really gotta like take care of them. Uh, you really got to manage the temperature, the environment. You got to keep a cage clean, all that good stuff. And uh, it's not not as simple as one would uh, have you believe. So I don't know. I don't know if that bodes well or poorly for Cobra. A lot of the trolls and the Kiwi farmers think uh, Cobra's going to kill the fucking thing. I don't think he'll kill it. He even said Clint will help him take care of it. You know, so I'm going to I'm going to try and lend a little bit of uh, a little something to Cobra's credit here. And I think he can care for an animal. But, um, God, what else do I have here? Uh, Harry. I mean, well, let's, let's talk gaming real quick. Cause this summer is looking pretty lit for games. Um, I will say big belly flopped. Let's, let's get the, let's get the discouragements out of the way first. Big belly flop on the part of, um, Jedi, the Jedi survivor game. Apparently like there's people who say they have a 4090 and they can't even get a full 60 frames out of this fucking game. Um, I think, I think we've all kind of gotten past the point where buying a triple A release when it comes out, unless it's got from software on it, it's probably a bad idea at this point. Um, unless you just really like the IP and want to support them, like, cause otherwise you're not getting shit out of it really. Uh, even like PC ports are getting lazy as we're seeing more of them. Uh, the last of us PC port was apparently really bad, poorly done. Uh, I just think it's crazy to me that the first Jedi game fallen order went so well. It was so good. It was a good game. I played it twice, and I liked it both times. It was like a Souls-like Star Wars game, and it it had just enough challenge to it. Um, it was interesting. Uh, take a shot real quick. It was interesting. It was good. Uh, and it's crazy to see them, like, fucking just beef it so fucking hard with this. You know? Um... Uh, and people, I mean, even Mudahar would like, Mudahar got so mad that he like cringe posted on Twitter, like, I'm deleting this fucking game. <laughs> you know, it's like, damn, dude. Like, he was that upset that he had to go tell Twitter that he was deleting the fucking Star Wars game, you know? That says something to me, at least. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it's just disappointing to see. I mean, we've had failures for years. I know people who take the abuse, like, they said to me, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I've, uh, you know, I bought Cyberpunk and, uh, uh, you know, I, I now it's okay, and it's like, yeah, but we need to like nobody rakes enough of a fuss. It, like you, a lot of these companies are so big, you really can't hurt them too much by boycotting them. You can't Bud Light them to death, you know. And even still, is Bud Light failing yet? Even though the conservatives are acting like they won, you know, we stopped buying beer. I'm drinking a Corona, by the way, just just so nobody casts aspersions on me. I'm drinking a Corona Light, not a Bud Light. Thank you, but uh, nothing fucking matters. But so. Yeah, it just it's disappointing to see that these companies can't just take the time they need to take. Whatever, you know, they're just not doing it right. Like millions of dollars go into a game to turn out a product that barely works on people's PCs. I mean, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, just buy a console. When I turn my console on, it works just fine. And it's like, yeah, I get that. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just being salty PC user at this point. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But. 
other than that, I've been really playing Final Fantasy VII Remake a lot. Um, I never beat it when it first came out on computer. I was really excited about it, and I just got... I, I have this... I think I've talked about this before. I have a thing with games where I uh, don't like to finish them uh, very much. Like, I get close to the end, and I'm scared of ending them, and I don't finish them. It's a commitment issue, I know. And um, so I always end up going back and playing stuff a couple times. If it's a good game... I end up beating it. And if it's a bad game, I forget about it again. <laughs> well, that's not, that's no, no, not, not if it's a, it's not a bad game. It's just, I get sidetracked very, very easily. Uh, there'll be something that grabs my attention less than a week from now. Guaranteed. You know, I'm always being pulled in like five different directions, but, uh, I did finally, we're at about 30 minutes. I'm probably gonna, not going to cut a full hour here, but, uh, I did want to go over some Ethan Routh ha- happenings. This is our last, the a log of the day. A little Ethan Ralph lore development here, character development, Kino development. Um, He has, uh, I I didn't report on this for like a week when it happened because I wasn't sure if he was lying or not. Because Ralph has pulled works before where uh, I think we, I may have covered it on the show that he said uh, his wife left him at the airport in New York and, uh, it was mainly, uh, no, it was it was completely a lie. They were on the plane the whole fucking time, and he pretended like she ran off with the baby. My wife is, my whore wife is absconded with my child. He talks like this. He t- he talks like he thinks he's Mark Twain, but he's like a giant fucking drug-addled dummy. Uh, you know, it, it's it's insane. And he, Ralph has been like getting continually more and more fucked up on stream. We all saw this coming in. I think nobody thought it would happen this soon, though. But a lot of people saw it coming. Like, as the streams progressively get worse and worse. There's a clip of him, like, yelling at his child, his newborn daughter, Rosie. And he goes, she's crying. He goes, oh, Rosie's crying because she's alone. He's like, better get used to it. Better get fucking used to it. You know, he just, and he's like, fucking bog hog goddamn accent. It's insane, man. He's a crazy person. And he's, uh, just does it like Xanax a lot and drinks a lot. You know, he's a booze hound, a pill hound, hitting them both. The Memphis boy in him, it never stops. You know, the Memphis boy always wins, best in the sector. Um, but, you know, and if there's a lot of discussion between Mr. Ralph. And another monster named Cyrax. Uh, there's a lot of discussion of who the new Christian is. And I, and I would proffer the argument to you all tonight, today, this afternoon, this morning even, um, that you can't have a new Christian until the story ends with Chris. Uh, Chris is still very much alive. Things will happen. It's just not going to be as quick as it used to be. Uh, I don't think anyone can replace that, but I do think Ralph and uh, Cyrax have moved up in the brackets of... Uh, you know, the most followed weirdos on the internet. They're definitely up there. Uh, there's no end to them, you know. I, I, Ralph keeps going somehow. He's winning court victories. Uh, it's impressive. Uh, the, 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 little, the little engine that could, that guy there, you know. He just keeps moving. Uh, you always wonder if something's going to stump him or stop him. Uh, he had to go to court, but... Uh, he had a court W. He got a couple W's in court. He was very proud of himself for that. Here, I got a clip I can play. I'm live out here on the courthouse steps where the Vickers v. Ralph case just got thrown out. Because, uh... It's crazy, too, because I've never heard someone sound, like, so insanely fat. Like, sound fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can auto... Like, I don't have to show you a picture of this guy 
for you to figure out what he might look like. And like we could do like a fucked up game of guess who, but there's just one guy, and I like all I do is I, I play you his voice, and I give you a lineup, and you'd be able to pick him out of the lineup. You know, it's it's guess who, but like I guess audible guess who, uh, without just the asking questions part. You know. Uh, well, turns out they didn't know what they were doing, and the case just got completely dismissed. So it turns out I came all this way, well, just to see my son. I still get to see him next weekend. Unfortunately, I got to wait around a whole week, but not that's not the case because I'm headed to Los Angeles to see Dick Masterson after this gigantic W. Thank you, Twitter. Thank you for all your support. Take that L. Take that L. <laughs> oh, you can just hear his jowls. You can hear his jowls fucking flopping together, man. Uh... Yeah, so Ralph is hot off the W in court, went to L.A. and spent a week just being a fat piece of shit, a week away from his daughter, uh, his newborn daughter, and his wife, only to announce very shortly after that. Let me find the tweet, baby. Short announcement, but sad and trad. That's his wife, Amanda Lynn Ralph, and I have decided to separate. I probably won't have much to say about it, but I want to get in front of the news. I'll go see some BoJack landmarks. I'm assuming he's talking from the show BoJack Horseman, like the Griffith Observatory and stuff. Maybe the Lakers store. Show is doubtful, but maybe. So he between between his wins in court is him finding every excuse he can to not do a show. <laughs> like It's funny because like, the craziest bit about Ralph is, is that he's so fucked up. All the time. He's on stream. Did so, so plastered. He can't even run the stream. Right? Like, like, look, we get a little drunk here. We, so what? We get drunk. So what? We smoke weed on the show. We don't get so fucked up that we can't run the show. And Ralph does this. And, and, but you're also not donating us money while we're doing it. See, Ralph, Ralph will sit there and he can do this and he can make $300 a stream. No problem. Like that for like a couple hours of work where he cuts the show short early. You know, and there's these because there's these weird like and it's the same phenomenon with like Sam Hyde's fans and uh it, it's these pariahs. These pariahs develop fan bases who ally with being a pariah, like who identify with being a pariah because like Mike at work hates them because they said like uh a like come town pit in front of them, you know, or something. And he's like, Yeah, he just hasn't liked me ever since I did like my retarded baby skit in front of him and he thought I was an idiot for it. And I don't even get it. Uh, you know, I don't understand what his problem is. Like, I just get comedy. You know, <laughs> sorry, sorry if that's one of you, but uh, I doubt it. But um, yeah, hell, that could be me. But um, yeah, like it, it, these kinds of people all lie with these people, you know. And I guess you'd say the same about like Sam Hyde sick of fans or whatever. But uh, but Sam's funny. I don't, I don't know. I'm not gonna make excuses for anybody. Um, but Ralph. Ralph has, like, this specific breed of pay pigs who, like, it's like a fucking, it's like an ancient Germanic strain of pay pigs who um are just so insane that no matter what Ralph does, and, like, they're, like, anti-degeneracy, like, Bible verse posting, like, uh, like, lift weights and praise God kind of guys, and, like, we're gripers and the Jews, and, like, you know, like, those kinds of guys, but they will make so many excuses for Ralph, who is, like, so antithetical in his behavior to their movement, that just because Nick Fuentes was like, yeah, this guy's cool. He'll make me money for my website. They're like, no, Ralph is one of us. And it's like, he's 
the furthest thing from you. <laughs> he is, he he probably doesn't even like half of you unless you have something to offer. Like it's insane. I don't know. It's weird the way they both like they're like Bubba and fucking Forrest in the trenches in Vietnam, just leaning up against each other. Except Vietnam is like Twitter, <laughs> and uh, the, and them getting shot at as being banned. You know, it's like <laughs> so it's trivial by comparison. You know. To inspire that level of camaraderie out of two groups of absolute fucking mongoloids. But, um, anywho, I don't know. I'm reaching about 40 minutes here. I think I don't have much steam left in the tank. Uh, I covered the things I wanted to cover today. Um, we'll be back to the normal format next week, uh, when my brother is around. Um, hopefully this didn't bore you to tears. Maybe you thought it was funny. I don't know. There's probably a Q&A at the bottom. Nobody answers those. I'd love if somebody took the time to just say something, I don't know, just say something on them. Uh, I mean, you don't have to, but also, you know, if you, if you're a new listener and you haven't heard the show before, please leave a five star. Uh, if you enjoyed what I did, if you didn't, I mean, you can just be as mean as you want. Find me on Instagram, yell at me. I don't really care. Um, anywho, take it easy. Uh, I'll see y'all next week. Ideally with my brother around and you don't have to listen to this again. Bye. trying to get emotional my dog chance you have the worst life dude I love chance that was my boy dude it's hard dude it really is.